Hey everybody. Okay. Uh no music. No music tonight. I'm wearing a I'm wearing a collared collared shirt. This is this is different. Um this is this is something a bit different uh that I, I wanted to to do. Um, you know, hopefully to have people ask questions and um give their comments and their feelings because I, I feel that communication is is key um, in in helping people identify how they feel and how they should feel, you know, how they should feel about others. And, um, you know, I, I really uh, am passionate about the fact that we, we as podcasters uh, need to, to lead uh, in the, in times of craziness um, in times of, of, you know, uncertainty. And, you know, that goes back to, to the, um, to COVID-19 and, and how that, you know, has been handled and how we've had to, you know, make do uh, for the most part through all of that. Um, and I, and I wanted to, you know, I wanted to, I reached out to, you know, my, my good friend, uh, Mary Nichols, who, who has led, uh, plenty of discussions in MapCon in icon history, um, and as well as other places, plenty of other panels and such, uh, on diversity and and inclusion and and all that, and um, I've, I wanted to give the opportunity to not only the the indie pod community, but other people, um, you know, who want to watch. So, if you want to hit the share button, by all due means, please do. If you want to join us in the conversa- in the conversation, please in the comments, uh, tell us where you're listening from. Like it, w- it would be great. Uh, you know, to know where, where people are, are listening from and, and, and let us know how things are going on around you right now. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know, I'm outside the Philly area and my guest Mary Nichols is is outside the D.C. area or I guess in D.C. Uh, specifically. I'm looking for a head nod there. D.C. It's like right outside of D.C. I, I can't hear. I can't hear, but <laughs> she's, so, she's somewhere uh, in the D.C. area. Um, and so it, it's um you know it, it's interesting to see the uh different perspectives and and you know again my my goal is to always bring people together whenever possible create communication and you know create conversation so i really 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 want to uh you know be able to to provide that and and hopefully learn and and maybe this should become like a regular thing uh that we do because i think you know, we all have different experiences. We, you know, we don't necessarily get to pick how we grow up in life and, and how, you know, we interact with people and the different cultures and things. And, and I was always brought up to, to celebrate, uh, the differences that we, that we have. Um, so I, you know, for me, I, I think it's important that we, we talk about it and, and if we're, if we're talking about it, then we can get comfortable, you know, with it over time and, and we can develop, uh, further relationships together. Um, so I, a Facebook user I appreciate says Mary has been such a strong black voice in the IndiePod MapCon community. Thank you. I'm not sure who wrote that. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to guess it's Anthony Hayes, uh, given that it, Anthony, if it's you, can you, or whoever it is, can you go to a uh, streamyard.com slash Facebook so we can see your wonderful face like Tim Tim, uh, I assume is here in the chat now. We have quite a few people. So, uh, I, you know, I've I've known Mary for since I guess 2015, 2016, something to that effect, um, somewhere like in there. 
And uh, she's just been awesome. It's been great to always like whenever things are going on, I, I you know, I, I would like to hear somebody else's voice. I, I always appreciate her opinion and the fact that she says things that I can't necessarily say, um, but sometimes I'm thinking and I know I, I let her know that. Uh, and, and I think that right now is a great time uh, for us to, again, have these conversations and, and not just uh, go back to, you know, business as usual because like that's that's not that's not working so um without any further introduction please give um some super claps in the chat for mary nichols Woo! hey there everybody um thank you for having me i know besides the way the world is already that it's kind of wild and all that but it's also wild that i actually see you in a collared shirt i think in the past <laughs> five six years i've been going well about five years I've been going to a um, MapCon now, IndyCon. I'm just here like, I don't think I've ever seen you wear any formal shirt. So that's that's an extracurricular thing. That's a, you know. that's, a Jen, that's a Jennifer Crawford and Samantha Riley staple right there. Oh, there you go. Anthony Hayes. Hey there, uh, Anthony. Mary, this is a cool lady. Yeah, they, they, they've been pushing me to wear um, collared shirts on uh on the live stream oh there we go like look at that okay i'm um, sitting here like, the, you got the fancy studio lighting too yeah right i just like, t- turned it off i, I forgot i had it on i meant to turn it off um so yeah it, so yeah they they've been pushing me to wear these these collared shirts and i just felt like tonight was a good night to do that um you mm-hmm. know out of respect of the topic and respect of what you know what we're trying to accomplish um word Right. Like, I, you know, if you want to be taken seriously, sometimes a, a collar, a collar, like as as dumb as it sounds Normal to gear me, makes it, happens, yeah. it goes away. It, you know, it goes a long way. <laughs> so, well, you know, I'm always glad to be on. I, I, I hate it is about this subject, but, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you are opening up this um, venue for people to hear each other. And, you know, engage in different things, as, as we are know and are sure of, there's a lot of folks who don't want to hear anything, unfortunately. They got to be stuck hardcore on one side. And that's one of the reasons why we are dealing with the extremely unfortunate situation that's happening right now. <laughs> Anthony said that you're beautiful. Okay. Apparently I am. <laughs> there we go. It must be the purple, the halo behind me. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm telling you, it's a fancy light. You know, it's a fancy it light. It is. I'm, I'm just in my regular basement because um, I'm not able to, I had to hobble around to get this reorganized again after the past few months. <laughs> So next time y'all have me on, it'll look more fancy. <laughs> well, how, how's your foot uh, hanging out there, by the way? Um, my leg is doing a lot leg, better, yeah. but um, there's still healing that has to occur. So right now, um, if anybody's looking on the video, I got a nice little fancy old people cane. Oh. I got a fancy cane for other things. So, But there was a period of time I wasn't able to walk. So I'm grateful for any progress that um, has been made. And hopefully um, next few months I'll be back to normal with walking, running, et cetera. So, yeah, look at looking forward, looking forward to that. We'll, uh, well, that, I'm, I'm looking forward to you being able to, to come and, and give a hug at a, at a conference or an event or something that I, I can see you at. That's, um, indeed. Yeah. So, so let's, 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 let's go down to what, what's, what's going on here. Um, you, mm-hmm. why don't you, you start by giving your, your perspective on like, I guess how we how we got here, and if anybody again, if anybody has any questions, please put them in the chat. Um, we just don't need we don't need all the compliments about how awesome we are, but but like you know, real questions. Mm-hmm. And and uh, if you want, come into the um, to the video chat. You can go to indiepodcon.com/open. I'll take you right in here. I'll take you to the green room. If you 
if you want, you can private message me or Mary if you don't want your question out that, you know, if you're embarrassed or, or whatever, um, you know, we don't have to name names. Uh, I know that this can be sensitive for, for a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, please, anyway, any way you can contribute your, your question or comment would be awesome. So, yeah. So, Mary, mm-hmm. the floor is yours. Um, that's a big open-ended question in terms of saying, um, how did we get here? But I'll try my best to, um, well, let's say, let's say in the last like 12 to 20, 12 to 20 years, is that, is that, is that narrowed down a little bit? I mean, I know we could go um, back, um, you know, forever. It does a bit, essentially a lot of this has come down to what I personally feel is the denial that, um, America is not the top country in terms of its particular meeting its particular ideals, right? Like um it's funny that you mentioned the 10 to 20 years. Like um this year has been 22 years um since I've done my show on the Fusebox Radio broadcast. And um I was commenting earlier this morning because it was on my mind. I'm like, each year I have done this show from college radio to now in the podcast era, I don't remember one year that there wasn't a big police brutality, law enforcement overreach case. Mm-hmm. I don't remember it at all. You know, like the memory is a bit rusty, but I think the earliest that I can think of at the present is um, Amadou Diallo in New York City. So we're talking like late 90s-ish. Mm-hmm. There's always some type of national case where we're going through the same cycles, but the same cycles are occurring because quite frankly, work is not being done. We shouldn't have to go through the thing of black people, people of color, those who are economically disenfranchised, those who may have um, mental illness issues, et cetera, dying by the hands of the police and not having any kind of legal or earthly justice done. And in a way, a lot, the biggest thing that's changed has been the technology. Like now there's literally HD video of people doing these things. And the progress has been made, but it has been so incremental that, Mm. you know, things have just boiled up to a point where there's been this explosion. Like, quite frankly, and I can only speak for myself, um, as a Black American woman, it's tiring feeling that you got to be on edge to just exist, to just exist. Like when we have these particular case cases right now, Brianna Taylor was just trying to sleep. She was trying to sleep in her house. No knock raid happened in the wrong place. Person who thinks somebody's breaking in, you know, tries to protect herself with her boyfriend. She ends up getting shot multiple times. We mm-hmm. have the scenario <clears throat> Now, <clears throat> pardon me, I'm so sorry. Allergies oh, acting up a little bit. Um, we have the fellow now who had a knee put to his neck for multiple minutes, fully on video. And somehow people are trying to excuse it. And this for what? We're not talking about if we want to get into like perfection, which I hate that in terms of that having to be a thing for people of color. If we had to get into, well, what were they doing? It was like, A, they were just existing. B, in his particular case, you just had a guy who passed a counterfeit bill. 
What is it about he might account- not, he, he Maybe he didn't even know and it he was. He might not even I know it was. Right. I don't really know. Because that's what, what that- you're supposed to do. Like, if you if you have a counterfeit bill, it's easier to just pass it along than to than to try to take it to the bank and, like, get it dealt with. Because as, as a business owner, I, mm-hmm. I, I know this. It's not it's not a good thing. It's not an easy thing. I mean, yeah, I mean, think about it. Like, are you looking through all of your bills just there? Like, I'm going to go and market and do whatever else to make sure there's a 20 before I go about my business. No, and I'm pretty sure George Floyd did. But even even yeah. if somehow there was some big master plan, why did that man not walk out of that store alive? Why wasn't there an immediate, not like, you know, a lot of the, a lot of people's hands had to be forced with these cases. <clears throat> why was there not an immediate investigation, arrest, et cetera, of not just the policeman who ended up being the one who had his knee on him and killed him, as far as I'm concerned, he got killed, he got murdered, but all the police who were around him, who didn't try to stop it, who didn't try to be like, hey, this, you're go, you're being a bit out of control. We could just, you know, go through arresting or whatever and go from there. And we have these cases happen over and over and over again where it's like a life is gone, but for what? For what reason? And I think you have just that anger that has built up over the past, if we're talking about the 10 to 20 years, that period. But look at the world we're living in right now. We have people who are dealing with a, a pandemic some of whom haven't been outside, depending on what part of the country you live in, from one to about three months. You're already feeling that parts of your life are out of control, and then this happens. You know, the powder keg was going to be ready to explode because we've had multiple administrations of multiple political backgrounds not really take control of things and try to make a change, whether you believe in reform or complete, you know, abolition of the police, nothing has happened on that end that has made that big of a change where it's not like, here we go again. You have a lot of people, when you see these news stories, it's like, damn it, this is just the same, I'm, I don't know if I can curse. No, I'd prefer if you not. Let me know. I know, I okay, know, I know. That's fine. Try, try it's not it's to. totally cool. I mean, I'm trying to, you know, I want to respect your outlet, but the same old nonsense, yeah. the same garbage, yeah. you know? And um, when you have that on top of the aspect of a person who is the head of the government, who in multiple situations has expressed no empathy for other people and how they feel and the things that are happening we have the situation that we have right now. We're repeating the stuff like literally my mother and other people grew up to with folks being mad and rioting, various people trying to infiltrate said riots and cause more issues than the issues that already exist. And um, a lot of people who are just really showing themselves in really weird ways. Some great, because there's always people who are, you know, I'm not big on the term ally. I'm like, you got to be my friend, my comrade, my person in arms when it comes to myself and my people being able to exist. We have those folks who are out there and always out there, those who are at least trying to break these patterns of thinking that people in a power position are always right. And um, then you just got, got some folks, you just, they're like, wow, you just are holding on to that ignorance like a gravity blanket. <laughs> and um, 
It's <laughs> it's crazy, man. That's that's where we're at right now. Um, I see Anthony's asking a question. Thank yeah, you for asking, Anthony. I, was, I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you, Anthony. Uh, real quick, I you know I I knew it was. I thought it was about seven minutes that George's neck uh, was being kneeled on. It was. It's apparently it was eight minutes and forty six seconds, which is like an eternity when you cannot yeah. breathe. Um, you know, sixty hold try to hold in your breath for sixty seconds. Like that's a, it's a, it's it's a long time. Like underwater, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you know that it that is. I, I don't understand <laughs> how nobody like no, thought any like to stop that. Like it, like that's a long time. It didn't happen in twenty seconds. You know where it's like you blink mm-hmm. and twenty seconds went by. Like that's that's an eternity. When things when something's happening and right in front of you live eight minute eight minutes forty six I mean Super Bowls are won in eight minutes forty six seconds like you know mm-hmm. Tom Brady won you know came back and won a Super Bowl with like eight minutes on the clock that's an eternity that's an eternity to to be standing there and seeing something happen in front of you mm-hmm. and and for somebody to not say hey yo dude. Mm-hmm. Get, get off to me i i see it as something that um this this was just like all the other cases you know it was clear but it wasn't maybe clear enough for people to get as angry about right and then you have this happen and like you said at a time where a lot of people are on edge and it, it, you know it created a, a powder keg thing people were stuck inside it's getting nice outside they're told they can't go outside People are getting sick. People are dying. Mm-hmm. You know, the world's kind of upside down. And, and now we got like Ebola to worry and measles to worry about coming down the pike here. Um, mm-hmm. it, 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 you know, to have something that's so blatant. And so like, it, it's not like, it's not really left for interpretation mm-hmm. um, what happened. And because we have video, we have many angles of video um, mm-hmm. that it, it's just, I I think that's what the, you know, is, is, is so impactful this, this time around. Um, um, this specific case, I should say. I definitely can see that. And, um, and I hate to even have to say this is actually kind of ties into, um, Anthony's question here. Yeah. I'll I'll put this question up. I almost think that, um, the aspect of people having to be inside for so long in a way, you kind of can't escape when you look at certain things and see certain things right now. You don't have the certain distractions of I'm going to the bar, I'm visiting somebody, I'm doing ABCD, because a lot of stuff is closed still. Like, I think my state is still just in stage one, since I am currently living in Southern Maryland. My state is still stage one, the stuff barely opening up. So, you know, you're stuck with a lot of screens at the moment. And that includes news. So some people who might have just been there like, oh, I'll just toss that off. Or maybe it doesn't even cross their mind because they're living their lives in different kinds of ways. They're seeing this and being like, you know, whoa, you know, like, I, you know, in a way I can't escape this. And um, with the way our media cycle is, um, with Anthony's question, I personally believe that the media promotes negative and hate more than the positivity and everything else because it gets ratings. I think it's really that simple on top of the fact that on a certain level, there's a comfort zone in terms of things that people show. Like when we've had this situation with the coronavirus, you know, COVID-19, Dorona, whatever, like you can't exactly put too much imagery towards that. You have, you know, the worry of us collectively trying to be together to try to control a thing, but 
you know, we don't have viruses dancing on TV. You might have, you know, people who are doing protests that literally happened last week, literally last week <laughs> to, um, you know, to various stories about people losing their jobs, people who are being ill, et cetera. And um, I think to a degree, people are going toward the imagery that honestly they're used to. They're kind of used to seeing the upset of what happens when there's so much black death by the police. Like it's almost kind of like a playbook by now because it happens so much, you know, let's engage in property destruction porn. Let's show the people who aren't, you know, protesting calmly or peacefully, or, you know, the most loud person on either extreme side or whatever else it's easier to handle. It's not as complex as people would like to look at certain things. Um, like our TV doesn't like really try to push complex ideas, complex issues and different types of stuff. They like being, you know, straight to the point simple because it's about content now more so than actually trying to break down what's happening. And um, with these cases, I personally believe that usually um, black America has been constantly vilified in some way, shape or form. It doesn't matter what age you are, what type of job you have, et cetera. Remember in the same place where, this situation happened with um, George Taylor Philando Castile was about four years ago. You know, it was almost like if we can just find a little something wrong, that'll boost our case. That'll get us ratings. And that might quite frankly, keep people safe um, government wise. Like peace is usually not good TV. And it sucks for me to even have to say that it's usually not good mainstream media content. Cause I mean, you know, we do independent media. So we talk about anything and everything that we want to. So there'll be other stuff we'll talk about, but you might get like maybe five minutes of that on um, a particular station. And um, I think with this type of thing, folks just want to have something that's visual to show. Like, I'm sure that, you know, you being right around the corner um, from Philly that you probably seen yeah. a whole bunch of destruction coverage or whatever else here. They're showing all the busted windows, graffiti, et cetera. But yeah. literally until today, when they're having, you know, currently right now we're on um, line here, they're having like another huge, big, peaceful protest um, post-curfew after they literally had the military in D.C. yesterday, like some real like wartime Call of Duty bolt garbage or whatever. <laughs> I had to remember. So, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to keep Thank it cool. <laughs> uh, no problem. No problem. Um, we... Um, People just like seeing the the meat of hatred just because they um I think it makes people comfortable in a way. Like people are just kind of used to certain things. And weirdly enough, I think when we've had this corona situation for the past part of the year, it's almost like the news cycle to me didn't know what to do when it was like people are really trying to bond together and be peaceful. And, you know, try to, you know, keep it as cool as possible and almost be more humanist. I think people just aren't used to it. And I think that's a big thing we have mm. to try to go on ahead and push. Like, America's kind of a selfish country in general, honestly. Oh, you know? Yeah, it is. Like, like the American dream is kind of like, you know, shoving somebody down and um, getting yours. Like, like let, let's Monopoly, man. Monopoly. You know, like... <laughs> pull yourself up by your bootstrap, whatever the heck that means and all, all of that type of stuff. Like we're not used to doing things on a collective level, almost except, you know, kind of co-signing 
the government doing nonsense because we're still the, the, the greatest country in the world or whatever. It's easy to say that you're the greatest country in the world. It's not easy to actually ascribe to those particular ideals, you know? Yeah. And um, right now, I just think we're at a very precarious stage where we got to push that a lot of that particular mindset is going to have to be destroyed or this country will destroy itself. This isn't something that's been brought up by, you know, the Russians or outside people or whatever else. This is America's illness that has been unanswered for literally hundreds of years, you know? And um, I just think we're at a very interesting point where I think more and more people are realizing it. They already didn't have that uncomfortable feeling because I know my experience is not going to be others' experiences. And um, I think in terms of getting the positivity going, um, on some level, we're going to have to push that ourselves. I don't think we can believe, or at least at the moment, push the media into doing it. Like, you almost had to be like, we, as individuals, as a group and everything else, had to be here. Like, here's what we're doing. Why aren't y'all institutions of power stepping up to be that type of thing? Like, we have seen that people can do all kinds of stuff in the midst of struggle and tragedy, but we, I think, need to hold media outlets, government folks, other people accountable by whatever means to um, show these things and influence people in a particular way. Like we're in a cycle of anger right now. And I think a lot of it is righteous and justified, but it's like, where are we going to put that anger? Where are we going to direct it so we're not so much reactionary as much being revolutionary in terms of building something better. Because otherwise we're just going to go be going through the same nonsense again. And I don't think this country can take it. I just don't. I mean, I, I, I don't either. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't either. I think, uh, you know, from my perspective, there's a, you know, thing, things are, things only change like when they get really uncomfortable. Right. So like seeing these cities like on fire and stuff like that and, and, and all that, it's easy for people, you know, that don't live in the city (laughs) to say, Mm -hmm. Oh, well, that's what they get, you know? And, 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 and the people that, that got to live there are the ones that are going to have to deal with it. They're the ones that are going to have to clean it up. Like Mm -hmm. there may have been the ones that are protesting because they, they live there. Right. So it's, it's easy to like, you know what I mean? It's easy to walk out your door, like, and walk a couple blocks down the street and like, do the mm-hmm. protest thing right it's not easy to like travel from necessarily from especially right now because like i don't know about dc but they shut a ton of roads down as of last night oh dc uh, has curfews right today. now too mm-hmm. yeah so i uh you know it, it's you know I, I i guess um my question to you is is uh when it comes to like obviously the the protesters uh i mean that's it's awesome right this is this is what this is one of the things that makes us a one of the great nations i, I don't want to say the greatest nation on earth but one of the greatest nations on earth is is the mm-hmm. you know our our bill of rights and being able to to assemble and to to like you know to check ourselves in that in that regard mm-hmm. um but the the people that are you know destroying things at night uh that are looting and and like I mean, I, I want to believe uh, that that's not 
any representation of what is supposed to be happening that it's it's really just people that are opportunists maybe anarchists but i mean how many i I don't know i have a hard time believing there's that many anarchists in america that Mm. like and maybe i'm wrong i i have have zero zero research to back that up but you know i i just i just have a hard time believe that like every anarchist was like i'm gonna drive 500 you know 400 miles to get to my closest city to like go wreak havoc and and steal stuff I, mm-hmm. and may and maybe there is i i don't know but uh you know do, do you feel that the that these people that are that are looting and, and destroying things um are, are they are they taking away from the message are they taking away from what what's going you know what's going on and what has happened um I don't believe they're taking away from the message. I believe our mainstream media outlets are taking away from the message, quite frankly. Look mm-hmm. at how what had became the story. At first, it was about George Taylor. At first, it was about, you know, all the other people who have been going through things before him. And then, you know, like I can talk about DC News. Like I think about a day or two ago, they just kept focusing on, look at this broken window at the Gucci store. Who gives a damn about the Gucci store? They got insurance. Yeah, kind of sucks that certain stuff happens, but the employees, it's uh, it's gonna suck because they. I'm like, I'm like, for them, they might have to deal with stuff to work with. Yeah, yeah, but I say Dell had to deal with various things with the employees because, and that's a whole other conversation terms of how some of these companies gonna actually treat their employees. But um, yeah, well, maybe that's another, maybe that's another open forum topic for another day. Yeah, but say that that that's a whole other issue in that regard. But um, it's like this is the thing you're concentrating on. You're not talking about wow, this. Anger came from a place in for a reason. All this didn't just come out from some, you know, mystical ether and whatnot. People, again, we're in the midst of a pandemic. People during the midst of a pandemic, after the vast majority have been trying to keep a control in terms of just even going to the grocery store or whatever, like, I'm pissed. Family. Yeah. Exactly. I I will literally go out here in these type of groups. We don't got no cure for this or whatever. I'm going to risk my life because I'm just tired. Now, there's some people who are just doing, you know, their own super fun time going out, wanting to be like, I've been here or whatever. There are some people who are, you know, again, they've been cooped up for a minute. Some of these folks, I think, are just doing it because they just want to go outside and they can, you know, do whatever. Some people are doing it because they want to cause problems for the people who are protesting. Like, I'm sure you've seen some of the news items where they're like, you know, there are literal, you know, agent provocateurs out here and... It ain't anarchist. It's not yeah, anarchist. Yeah. There might be one or two, but it's a whole lot of white supremacists out there. If people want to check out Boogaloo Boys and all these other types of folks. They're trying to make a not great situation a lot worse because with the way we do have our mainstream media cycle, you want to have people talk about, wow, look at these rowdy people destroying property. That's terrible. No. We shouldn't listen to anything they go on ahead and say at all because they're doing all of these destructive things because you know let's be honest we live in a capitalistic society people are kind of ingrained in terms of thinking that things have more value than people and when you put in racial (laughs) you know capitalism is a death cult i've been saying it forever today like i used to not think that but it's but it's very apparent in the last two months that uh it it, apparently that's that's what we were signed up for and and didn't realize it (laughs) You're supposed to be a soldier for the cash, right? It's like, nah, I'm just trying to literally, again, another example where you're trying to literally live. Um, 
I think people just had to look at the why of things. Like, you know, again, we're only six years past Ferguson. We're only four years past a similar situation with Philando Castillo. He was obeying the police and still got killed in the car with, you know, family and whatever else. Like, so little has gotten gotten resolved that, you know, some windows are going to get broken. Some things are going to get burned. Some people are going to yell, scream, whatever, whatever. But to be very truthful, if people just only wanted to react in anger, it would be so much worse out here. It would be so much worse. I mean, the amount of people I just saw in New York, uh, you know, from Danny Danny Pena uh, being out there um, in the the protests out there, like, it's... Mm -hmm. I mean, you're right. You <laughs> know, like they could just overrun like, any, like pretty much anything they want, uh, and, and if they wanted to. But people overall, like, again, it's tiring feeling like feeling like you always have to find a way to justify your existing, and then you always see the hypocritical side of things on top of all of this too. I bring up the protest of last week because you had people going last week and about two weeks ago, we had people going to state houses. Fully armored, yeah, with guns, yelling, screaming at the cops, law enforcement, overriding stuff, threatening people. Any of those folks get arrested? Maybe a scattered handful. None of that happened. And my question is, where is those people protecting those businesses in those cities? Whole whole other subject matter, right? right? Like you have that. You got a lot of you got a lot of cosplayer patriots and all that type of stuff. Ain't really about it. Right. Well, when you have the, you know, you have the DC sniper who's out there pumping the gas for people, you get, you know, the, the, ain't, uh, was it the, ain't the biker gang, um, something angels or something like that. Hell's angels. Like, like the Hell's they're angels out there probably, pumping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They're out there pumping gas for people. Like that's legit, like, right? Like, they're, 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 they're willing to put their life on the line. So somebody can cast like, like two weeks ago, yeah, throwing up with their, 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 their pew, you know, their pew pews and, <laughs> like 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 that like that, that, that like they're literally else. yelling and screaming. They literally yelling and screaming to like to go to supercuts and have somebody serve them at a restaurant or whatever. Yeah. What happened to them? I, I haven't heard any corona spreading concerns when that was happening or when people were doing all this crazy stuff on vacation or whatever else. You have people who are walking. The vast majority, since you know, again, tying to the question earlier, a lot of the peaceful stuff wasn't really covered. It was the well the acts of violence by legit protesters and again a whole lot of people who aren't that went on ahead and um got covered like it's i don't think it's going to delegitimize everything after all because look at all the states this is happening at like so much has happened in literally every state in this country that people are uniting under a banner we had the big peaceful protest yesterday that didn't get crazy in DC until mm-hmm. I, I don't even want to call him. I'm trying to think of a name. The current guy in the White House right now. Again, I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to respect your outlet. I'm not trying to. That's, not, that's um, a nice. That's a nice, yeah. That's nice. The, 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 the current fellow in the White House decided he wanted to have a photo op at a church at a particular time and. You know, the, the, the videos out there, the videos everywhere. Nothing was happening until that particular group of people decided that they wanted to push up on the protesters and, you know, fire tear gas and push people around and all of um, that type of stuff. 
it's like people want something violent, like to the extreme to happen. So more things the beat, can right? get to an escalated point, you know, yeah. to be like, we're about law and order and power. So you can't question the police at all. You can't question the government and power structures at all. Whereas, you know, the past few months, you've had a universal group of people who, quite frankly, have started to realize that they've been screwed for a minute. You know, like you have folks who are trying to use a horrible situation to maintain and um, gain power. And I think some of the people who are infiltrating these protests are trying to be about it or think that, you know, with chaos, they'll be able to take over or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people who are protesting blessedly are realizing that and are also realizing that while there's a particular spin, certain individuals in the federal government are trying to push, you have people on the ground who are just, they're like, nah, these aren't the people who are doing this stuff. Like there's some situations that are happening, but these aren't the people who are doing it is, you know, vast majority of it are not local people. Vast majority aren't even the people who are traveling. It's a particular group of people who are almost like, you know, playing, you know, leftist cosplay or whatever, or progressive <laughs> cosplay. And then, you know, they're trying to like, you know, break stuff or do whatever. I don't know if you saw the thing on um, TMZ where um, they had two young white ladies trying to spray paint BLM on a Starbucks and they got caught and had to scurry away. But, you know, like, it's funny to a degree, because I mean, I did chuckle at it, but it's also like, it's so ingrained in some people's minds that if we just vilify Black people or people of color or people who are just not for the nonsense, period, then we'll be fine. We can skate and do whatever we want. That's the big thing that um, has to go on ahead and be stopped. And I think with the masses in the big cities, um, I just see um, Lou talking about there's like 15,000 in the streets tonight. Yeah. Well, my best friend was actually just, you know, texting me earlier about that, you know, shout out to y'all around that way. And um, the other big places, like, people just want to be heard. People want to be heard. They want to be respected. And um, if it doesn't happen, I just think we're going to get to more of a crazy place. And um, I think the vast majority of people are keeping it together in their various ways. Cause I mean, I'll be honest, certain stuff, I'm not mad. It got broken up. I'm not going to say I'm crying about Confederate stuff being torn up, but I'm going to have empathy for the local business person who might not have done nothing, who had to deal with some nonsense or the people, you know, who got to work. But the interesting thing to me is this one of the first times in my life, I remember hearing, Business people being there like, look, I'm not happy that my place might have had some broken windows or had, you know, burnt or destroyed, but I understand why people are mad. We'll be all right, but I want to have everybody be all right, you know? Yeah. Well, and that's, I think that's one of the, one of the re- main reasons that, that, that I love you so much, Mary, is because you, you, you want what I want, which is everyone to be happy and come together and, and ultimately like that's, that, that, I mean, that's, that's. I think what most people really do want. Um, but I, I also think that there, you know, a lot of people don't want to be inconvenienced for that, <laughs> for that. Right. And they don't, they want to get uncomfortable for that. Like, ah, I'm good. I'm being, I'm good. I'm insulated from, mm-hmm. from this. I, I live in my bubble here and it's not a big deal. And, and yeah, I, but um, if, if you're really about the quote unquote American way, 
how do you think anything happened in this country in the first place? <laughs> Literally, how would the country be found? We would still be a British colony if it was just there, like, I, you know. Yeah, it's cool. Tax the tea, I'm, man. Tax the tea. You know, I'm, I'm gonna just go ahead and, and, and get along to get along. Um, okay, I am a disenfranchised um, white fellow who's not rich and has money. Who cares about a vote? Who cares about indentured servitude? You know, the place where a bunch of people of color are at right now, the place where a whole lot of women in general are right now, including white women. There's all history is messy. People don't like acknowledging that. And that's part of the reason why we're having some of these problems too. Like I can say from my experience, one of the things I hate people talking about is being like, well, y'all need to get over it. How can we get over something that hasn't been resolved? How? How can I go to the African-American history museum here in DC with my mom and have her point at stuff and be like, I remember stuff like this as a kid. And my mother's not 70. She's in her sixties. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we have folks who want to sweep stuff under the rug without truly trying to recognize that everything is interconnected and we're all interconnected. Shout out to the folks talking about Fishtown around Philly, you know, finishing up yeah. a large peaceful protest. Cause I saw some video yesterday that had me truly upset where they showed some people trying to walk around with um, weaponry and whatnot. So I'm glad to hear that. Shout out to my fam in Philly as well. Um, and whatnot. Um, History, we have to confront that, you know, history is history, but history is a living, breathing thing. And we don't got to repeat this, the, the bad patterns of stuff, you know? And a lot of that does come from what you were saying earlier. It's like, I'm in my place. I'm comfortable. You know, you know, literally I got mine. I got my nice crib. I got, you know, maybe you got family, maybe you got, you know, decent economy or whatever. And, you know, most of us just want to live, you know, our lives in our own shells and be quiet. But it just cannot be done. And when you look at something in terms of the realms of injustice, injustice can happen to anybody. And that shouldn't be something that you want, whether you just want to call yourself a good American or just a good person. You know, as a good person, you shouldn't want to, you know, be like, I'm just going to be quiet about this thing because this is a terrible thing that happened. Like when I see certain stuff, like I'm not trying to say that everybody had to write a big political treatise about why this is a particular way and why this is wrong. George Taylor had a knee to his neck. That's messed up. It should not be hard to say that. It should not be a political issue to say that. It shouldn't have had to be a big, you know, culture battle thing. It should just be a thing that's messed up to happen to somebody. But because we are so divided in various parts of this country, people just don't want to even admit that because that means you had to describe, describe a humanity to somebody you might have never had to describe a humanity to. And that is a huge problem. And with a lot of these cases, that's what happens. Even if you want to try to paint somebody with, you know, they might've been acting up with a criminal brush or whatever. How many other people have lived through similar situations and these other people are dead? They are not alive, you know, like mm. we're not getting into a lot of stuff that's complicated, but we're getting into something that I think a lot of Americans don't want to acknowledge that not just because they're not wearing a Ku Klux Klan robe. It doesn't mean that in certain ways they're not contributing to things being messed up already. You know, all racism isn't going to be, you know, the Nazi, the Boogaloo boy, you know, 
the, you know, Karen that calls people on folks <laughs> that's existing or whatever. It could be the person who just looks away when something bad's happening, you know? It could be the person like, oh, I don't want to be bothered, you know? Like, a lot of stuff happens in our society literally because it's not called out. Like, even when with the situation we're at right now with George Floyd and all of them, a lot of the arrest and other things are only happening because people are being called out. There's a certain general humanity that is not in action the way it should be all the time with calling out wrong. And again, things build up and we're at the point we're at right now. What do you, what do you think about the people that are like, Hey, this, uh, all these, all these protests are, are they're all paid. They're, uh, they're, they're all paid by George Soros. Obviously. Like you, you would know that if you knew, you know, if you did the research. Huh. Um, like, I've attended protests since I've been um, yeah, I know a younger of people teenager, and um, yeah. I have never gotten a George Soros check. I've never gotten a Bill Gates check. <laughs> um, I think that is some of the dumbest crap I have ever heard. Mary, you're missing like, out on that money, man. Yeah, you man. I, get that money. Like, 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 I'm missing out bad. Like, I'll probably pay my medical bill right now, you know, from yeah. just being on your show and talking about things. Um, <laughs> honestly, man, um, I think on some level, because, you know, I do have to look at um, my life situation and privilege of having lived in cities and suburbs, et cetera. And um, and the particular education I've gotten um, through the Maryland public school system and other places and just life. And um, some people just aren't exposed to certain things. Right. Like this is me trying to be compassionate on one side of my answer. And we're in the age where people are getting drowned out by all kinds of information and disinformation. And some people um literally don't know better. Other people, I think it's just a panacea in terms of um, trying to be comfortable with the way they're living their lives right now. Like, it can't be that the American dream is a nightmare. It has to be that, you know, there's all this stuff going on. It's a multi-level, you know, mad lips conspiracy in terms of why things are the way they are on this level. Like, the government, uh, you know, can't be racist. The president can't be a part of the yearly pattern of systemic racism and so forth. Now it has to be, you know, somebody playing Dr. Doom, like pulling all the strings and trying to do whatever. And I say this partially jokingly, but I also say it on the level of, I can understand for some people that it's hard, right? Like we all have grown up in the same society. There are certain things that we have had ingrained in us and some of that stuff has had, we've had to grow out of, right? Like we are more valuable than nine to five, you know? We don't have to feel a particular way because, you know, society says so or whatever in terms of what our place is. But right now we're just in a really bugged out age where we can literally Google a ton of information, but if you don't feel like critically thinking, we start having these types of problems. Like critical thought is like rarer than seeing a comment right now. It feels like sometimes to me. And um, while I think I got a good diverse amount of people on, um, let's say my social media or whatever, like we don't always agree on everything, but I truly think on important things, the vast majority of the time we're on the same plane, you will have, People who are just there, like, I don't want to have the illusion break broken about how our, my society is and the life I'm living. 
And maybe on some level, I'm contributing to the nonsense that's going on and um, happening. And I think with quite a um, bit of the country, this type of thing is um, happening. Like we've had good presidents, mad presidents, and not so great of multiple political parties. The fact that we are at this particular stage truly shows how much people want to hold on to the everything is going to be fine mentality for me. A lot of people are like, as long as things are fine for me, it's straight. Like I'll try to find excuses when certain things aren't following a particular line. When we've had Corona happen to this point, you had a lot of folks realize that this ain't fine. And the voices that they were kind of used to ignoring or just being there like, Oh, they're whining or whatever. That stuff is real. We're at a place where people had to be like, this is real. And we either have to solve it. Or, you know, they're going to continue, you know, being part of the banality of evil, right? Like, because again, all evil isn't going to be, you know, the extreme people stabbing you up or whatever. A lot of it is just people being there like, uh-uh, nope, I'm I'm going to just keep moving and I'm going to keep listening to, you know, this particular show or whatever that, that tells me these things that even if part of my mind is being there like this ain't right, I'm just keep believing it's right because I just want to be comfortable, you know? Even if I'm laying in a bed that's full of bed bugs, I'm used to it. So I got to be comfortable. That's this country right now. Wow, that L.A. coverage you're showing is um, really um, popping off. And shout out to all the people who are commenting so far, I'm saying. Yeah, th- thank you, Tim. I, really uh, I appreciate you, you listening. Uh, definitely. And yeah, you say message your voice from last year. Um, yeah, I got to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> Sneezing is fine. <laughs> Allergies and other stuff don't stop. Because, oh God, um, I know it's been this. it's been terrible for me. Um, no, I, I you know I wanted to show uh, you know I wanted to show what's going on right now just to give you know anybody who's not watching some opportunity to see you know that like this isn't I don't know I don't I mean I look I mean obviously people have found like on Craigslist and stuff like listings and who knows if they're real or not but mm-hmm. I, you know I, I I tend to think that a lot of the protesters are there there you know for themselves you know because they want to be there they want to make a difference they want to be a part of something mm-hmm. um, and be on the right side of you know his hopefully history because um, I mean it's only it only you know, history really matters if it makes its changes going forward. But, mm-hmm. um, so I, so where, like, where do we, where do we go from here? How, how do we, like, how, how what's, what's some of the stuff that we can do that is going to make the, 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 the level of the systematic, the institutional changes that, you know, a lot of people don't under, again, don't we, like I said, people, they didn't grow necessarily grow up around it. Right. Like I grew up Mm -hmm. in a middle-class, mostly white suburb and still live in that house from 92 today. Mm -hmm. Um, It, you know, how, how does somebody who doesn't get it, like how, how are they supposed to figure it, like figure it out? Um, a lot of stuff to me comes down to the core of just being there. Like the world is beyond me. It might sound simplistic, but I think a lot of it is that, you know, like your existence is not the sole existence here of the world, you know? And um, 
I think a lot of stuff is because I think in general, a lot of our society dehumanizes others. Um, again, as a person who has been this all my life, um, when you live in that constant state of being there, like, damn, somebody is going to look down on me or try to do whatever because they're used to the stereotype that society has given people and they just don't know how to deal with that. Um, I think the first thing is just getting out of that box. Like maybe y'all don't agree at the end of the day, but you're not going to know anything else that somebody's not going through if you don't listen and go on ahead and check stuff out. And sometimes let's look at a situation as a situation. Like we have a lot of these cases going on in the um, recent decade. You will have people who will try to excuse what they're literally seeing with their eyes. Like, you know, like the don't believe your lying eyes thing is a big thing for a lot of people. And Folks have to really go on ahead and get out of it because right now when you saw the situations happening currently in DC, St. Louis, et cetera, where they like got um, military and other people out, multiple states that have these um, curfews and stuff, it shouldn't have had to get to that point for you to be there like, damn, maybe the system is messed up. Maybe you got to listen to others. And also, you know, we're in an age where we have so much information. You can check other stuff out then what might be your regular reading or TV and what have you, you know, see these other views, pay attention. Hell yeah. You're on social media. Almost everybody's on social media a certain period of the day. You know, maybe you see a lot of people of a background talk about something, you know, shocker to some it's real. It's a thing, <laughs> you know, it's like, sometimes, you know, you'll have folks like, Oh, that's just cute. Or that's the thing. No, if you have a lot of people talk about a particular experience, you might want to pay attention because while that might not happen to you, you should still have the basic humanity in you to be like, this is not cool. And maybe I need to go on ahead and check out certain things and see what's going on. Like I see a lot of people right now are going through, you know, the anti-racist material and what have you that's out here and whatnot. Like they're self-educating themselves on various things because, you know, a lot of our school systems are varied in this country. Some folks did not learn certain stuff about various movements and what have you. And, you know, a lot of our country, quite frankly, is ahistorical in general. Like people got to really get into the what's and why's in terms of how this place functions. So you can be that good person that you want to be in your day to day. I also think that in conjunction with that type of work, because I think that's constant work for everybody. Um, if you want to get involved, like in whatever way that you can, whether it's donations, working with grassroots organizations and more, I think that's going to be a very good thing and um, a very vital thing. And also, there's nothing wrong with questioning how things are going in your local, state, federal and national governments. And um, quite frankly, international governments, because some of these issues that are happening here are happening in a whole lot of other places, too. Like the core of a lot of our problems with um, any of the isms and, you know, phobias and whatnot is that folks don't want to look beyond themselves. And that's going to be the first step towards everything. Like it shouldn't always have to get to the point where people are having to shame various people and power institutions to make stuff happen. It should just be that, like, this is messed up. Half of this stuff going on right now probably wouldn't have happened if it was just there, like, we are going to arrest this cop immediately and those surrounding him. 
because this is wrong. We should not do this. You know, like we're at the stage where we got to prod people to do the right thing. And think about how messed up that is, right? Like we had to do it with companies. <laughs> we had to do it with governments and everything else. Like it shouldn't have had to become a freaking hashtag and a trending topic where somebody's like, oh, damn, I guess we got to do something. <laughs> Just do it, you know, and be loud about wanting stuff to be done that's not being done and happening because, you know, I don't know what people believe in spiritually or whatever else. As of right now, we're here. So we got to make being here the best thing that we can. We can't really depend on others. And, you know, everybody's not going to be on the streets or whatever all the time, but you can be a decent person. You can call out nonsense happening. If somebody's like this thing going on is wrong, you can listen and tell other people that's happening. You can have those uncomfortable conversations that you might need to have with family and be like when they say something like, I'm not for that BS. And I mean it. You know, you got to have some hard conversations with people that you love because, you know, I'm going to be very real. There are some folks I'm like, y'all are cool, but some of y'all families are their thing. And I'm not trying to say that, you know, you're going to be the person to go on ahead and change everything, but you're going to have to want to be there and fight for that change. You know, that type of change is the daily thing that everybody can do and always have go on ahead and grow and spread. And um, I think with this stuff like this, like, you know, don't be silent. Like I'm used to people who are anti whatever being loud. But one of the things that have hurt the most throughout the past few days is that some of the people I've seen who haven't said anything. Like, again, it's a selfish thing. I'm fine. I can't be bothered. We're in the social media age, man. It don't take nothing. I'm not trying to say you got to write an essay. It don't take nothing to be there like, yo, this is messed up. And keep it moving. Or if you want to, you know, engage in people who are trying to excuse, do that. Because that's going to be the only way that, you know, you might get change going. Or at least have people who are going through it and are feeling emotionally drained and struggled or whatever to be there like, well, this person is not a temporary ally. They are my actual friend. They are my actual colleague. They care about humanity on a big level. And um, again, like I think I'm lucky that a lot of stuff I have seen action-wise has been that. And it hasn't also been a whole lot of grandstanding like here's me and my, my colored friend or, you know, some other type of deal. It's just like, I'm just a good person. Cause you know, there are some people who do that virtue, virtue signaling too. And it's like, okay, <laughs> you know, it shouldn't have had to take tokenism or knowing somebody to be like, I just don't want this situation to happen to anybody because the way we've seen this thing going on right now with the military in various places and stuff, and, you know, some of the rhetoric that's going on, um, a lot of people can be labeled if they're not trying to go with a hateful status quo. And I don't think anybody should want that, you know, because um, I ultimately think that there are a lot of good people out here. I think a lot of good people got to be louder about their stances and, you know, not be scared and truly be about protecting others in, you know, any way they can, 
Because again, otherwise, you know, it's going to get way worse before it gets better. And we're already going through it. Everybody should want things, you know, to be the the highest that um they can be. Because yeah, you might not be in a big city. You might not be somewhere else, but you never know when something can happen. You're seeing all this news coverage now. There's a lot of people of a lot of backgrounds who are getting hurt because they just want to, you know, be like something is is wrong. And I'm 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 glad for the people of all backgrounds who are going out here and doing that, but it's gonna have to take more than just people marching in the streets and doing whatever else to um get this done. Like I believe it's gonna be multifaceted. It's gonna be stuff like that. It's also going to be um exercising every tool people have. This is just one tool people can use. You know, we're in the age of people are trying to disenfranchise a lot of people of a lot of backgrounds voting right now. I know people get in whatever in terms of voting, but um I'm almost the type I'm like, you might as well just be petty and vote and educate and engage in the educated vote because people keep trying to take it away from you. Do that, be on these politicians next about various things, whether they get voted in or no. Like people have to push out with their own power because we're the ones who give people power, we're the ones who give it away. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I mean, that's I think we it's been a while since Americans have exercised it, you know. Like when we that had to be exercised. It, it does well just like anything needs to be exercised in order to to you know to get better at it right if we mm-hmm. if we don't do it the lack we do it then it becomes the norm and then what, what was that thing that we do every every year we vote that's the thing um i mean the the video i was showing uh earlier with the vertical video that was in fishtown uh philadelphia and while i i gotta say like as much as i love seeing the you know the people shaking hands with the police and hugging uh, I guess that was uh, 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 um, help me out here. I'm 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 not thinking right. Uh, uh, I'm trying preacher or 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 or, or I I don't that I don't clergy- know. clergyman clergyman. That's the word I was okay, going to go you know. for, but I was mm-hmm. yeah. So you know, as much as I love that, I, I'm like I keep thinking like, oh God, I hope none of those people are sick. Uh, you know, I, I really mm-hmm. hope none of these people are sick and and spreading this virus even faster and and broader, um, which is which is a shame because it's it, I it shouldn't it shouldn't it's it, it, it's really crazy um, like it shouldn't like, be like this like nothing should have had to get to this point you know and like I was saying earlier I think that just shows how important this is to people to go out here and do all this stuff and go out for a risk because quite frankly. This is more worth it than the stuff that people were protesting a few weeks ago, you know? Like, I hope it's not a spread or whatever, but I also believe some people are, you know, engaging in concern trolling when it's like, oh, these protests are going to be what spread stuff. Um, a lot of stuff can spread stuff, you know? Oh, a lot yeah. of similar oh, absolutely. things were going on, but that's the seriousness of all of this, you know? Like, People got to go on ahead and look at if it's this serious, there's a lot more serious that's going on and that's been built upon for ages. Like, I'm a personal believer that folks got to get out of the binary train of thinking politically, because right now when we're looking at this situation, you know, everybody's being very loud about what they're into and what they're not into. You know what I mean? Or you're seeing who's being loud about certain things and who's being silent. You literally have some government officials talking about, Let's get the military on, on anti-fascist. 
excuse me, isn't this a country that like, you know, tried to puff out his chest and talk it. about all the dope things we did during <laughs> World War II fighting against them, but oh my God, these people want to have equal rights or whatever. I don't want to hear that. Like you were talking earlier, a lot of people are in a comfort zone if they're in a certain place. Yeah. You have these various individuals in power who are in similar comfort zones. They don't want to deal with all of this because it means some, for some people, it means they actually have to do work. <laughs> you know, right. oh, they actually yeah. had to do various. They actually have to, heaven forbid, care about the citizenry beyond a vote every two to four years, depending on what position that they have. Like, you know, we were talking earlier about, you know, capitalism is a death cult. Um, People got to look at the fact of certain parts of American society. If it's not a death cult, it's making a whole lot of us sick and yeah. work from the ground up and the grassroots up is going to have to be what makes the change because, you know, this is not saying that there aren't, you know, good, decent people in various parts of levels of government or whatever. I think there are, but it's going to have to take a lot of those people and it's going to have to take a lot of us maybe pushing some of these folks to be, you know, good instead of collecting, you know, their check and keeping it moving and talking on these new shows. Um, and what have you. I mean, I know there's various, you know, state, local folks or whatever who are doing their thing, but there's also some local people who are, you know, through their actions and some of them with their words are just kind of co-signing a, a lot of this mess or, you know, trying to, you know, sidestep and then, you know, not try and deal with what's happening in their own backyard. Like we saw, you know, some of the situations in Atlanta where, again, you had to, they had to be shamed to fire these cops who pulled people out of a car for a curfew that they, you know, that was an hour before it was actually supposed to get enacted. And, you know, if people want to get on the race thing, these were black cops. So we're talking about an institutional system thing that happens when it comes to various folks being abused. When you had the Freddie Gray situation a few years ago here in Baltimore, it was a a mix of people. We got to be like the institutions themselves are sick and diseased and either they got to change or they got to go. It's really just that simple. And I think a lot of that's going to have to come into play with us. You know, I don't believe the ballot's the only thing that makes change. I think it's a part of what can make change. All this type of stuff that's going on right now is also a part of a change. Being constantly active within these various institutions is going to be what makes the change. Working with the grassroots organizations, like I know, you know, in the past, you've done work with Hope Works and other types of, you know, situations. Mm-hmm. That's the type of thing that makes a change. I belong in the unions. Certain parts of that are going to be, you know, the change. It's going to have to make a lot of moving pieces constantly work instead of being there like, I'm mad at this particular politician, person, etc. I'm going to do this for a while. And then it's all going to be over and we're all going to be fine because with the situation as I mentioned earlier, Democrat, Republican, we have dealt with the same nonsense for so long. So the only factor that can push this change is going to be us, even if it's just a politician who just wants to keep their job. We got to be like, you don't make these changes. You got to go. Yeah. And unfortunately, that hasn't really happened like that. No, I mean, it's a, that's a complicated, you know, because there's, there's so many different issues and so many people pulling for their own things and, and you know, donating for their own causes to those people it's it's a little more complicated than just one single issue alone um Mm -hmm. to to look at but i 
I uh, I don't know. I as I as as I'm watching the, the some of this footage, I I hadn't gotten to see uh, this you know previously recorded footage. I mm-hmm. um, I. I, I, I just am curious how this does the, like does the does this continue to grow or is this is this going to peter out as far as the protests go, um, and and will we be able to will we be able to see that change that we're looking for? Um, I'm a person of hope and stuff just because the way history's patterns are right there's always a rough period before you get to that next level of balance i think we are in that rough period it's just a matter of how long it can be what's going to happen with that is just depending on where we want to direct it because you know let's be honest some of these other people don't care this ain't it you know they're going to be reactive to what the people want and what they want to go on ahead and get done. I think it has been beautiful to see multiple people who are calling all this type of stuff out. Um, I saw this scene they're showing the clip with um, the lady who's um, the reverend of that church. Shout out to her because she was she was not having it <laughs> or whatever, which she shouldn't have. But um, what was the point? I, what was the point of that? I don't even. I didn't uh, catch it today. Photo op. Like. Just, that's it, literally that's it. He just was literally. like, "Hey, we're gonna go stand in front of a church. I'm gonna hold the Bible, and he's gonna. I'm gonna stand in front of church, hold the Bible, look like you know I'm tough like and, and godly or whatever. If yeah, essentially like, like a big, look like a big. Like you couldn't even toddler. smile, man. Come on, man. You know, looking like a like, big goofy toddler in the middle of again peaceful protests that did not have issues until they decided they wanted to go out here at this particular time as some warped version." Of strength and probably something that we're going to end up seeing in like a um, re-election commercial soon, or whatever. Yeah. It's like to me the perfect example of this particular part of federal government is just the lack of empathy towards the regular people. There was no attempt to to unify people, even on a surface level, in terms of being there. Like this is crazy. I you know we should just have. The state and other people handle things. We might investigate it. Please be peaceful. And that's it. It automatically went from zero to 100 on certain stuff. And I think because they had the story about him being in the bunker during the weekend when um, yeah. they had the first Calling thing with the White House. Week. Like he was literally in the bunker that nobody used since 9-11. But anyway, um, you know, some people only looked at things in terms of a warped version of strength. And that's these particular folks now. But again, it's a pattern that has constantly built up. There has not been a lot of reform. There have been some reform situations and stuff, of course. There hasn't really been institutionalized reform or laws or whatever, which itself is crazy to be like, yo, you cannot do this. And if you are part of law enforcement, because I know people are going to end up bringing up the good cop thing or whatever eventually, if you are one of these people, here's a way that you can report these issues and be safe. Like we're not advanced past the era of Frank Serpico in terms of police calling out other police. Yeah. Of, of yeah, individuals no, absolutely. just being like, you know, this is wrong. So we're talking about, you know, God, about 50 plus years ago now. I think it was 60. Just about. Was it 60? I think that was like 60s, 70s. So we're talking he's about still, 40. He's still alive. Yeah. Uh, but we're yeah. talking about like maybe 40, 50 years ago. Like, 
if somebody wants to call out wrong, think about how messed up that is. You have various police unions and other organizations who are just there like, nope, we can't have you do that. Like a lot of this stuff is happening because people have been used to doing certain violent actions, horrible actions with impunity, especially if it comes towards people who our society already marginalizes, which is usually based off of race and economic class. So when you had this situation, the fact that you had somebody looking dead in a video with George Taylor while they had their knee on somebody for almost nine minutes, the only thing that you can think is in somebody's mind besides the fact that, you know, that's a sick individual is that they're like, I'm going to get away with this. Ain't never going to happen. But when you look at some of these, you know, other cases like Eric Garner in New York a few years ago, where it's like, that was on video too. What happened? Basically nothing. <laughs> you know, it's a mindset that happens with a lot of folks in these positions. And that should be acknowledged as being a huge problem. Now, granted, the history of the police was not really about um, protecting people on a lot of levels. It was about protecting property, including, you know, back in slavery era times or whatever. Guess who was property? Hello? <laughs> you know, <laughs> other folks and all that. So yeah, yeah. But we had to sit back and look at all of this. Um, it has to be a thing where people can just be honest with themselves because look, we understand that things happen and that you, you know, need to have, you know, certain checks and balances, but what happens when it's it's not there? And quite frankly, on a lot of levels, it's not there at all, or it's not there the way it used to be. I mean, we even have NYPD right now who um docks the mayor's daughter because she was at a protest. Those are the people who are supposed to protect you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Blasio's daughter was at a protest. And essentially, um, one of the guys in the NYPD union um, docked them and was just like, yeah, we got this. They were at, at the thing or whatever. I'm like, this is your protection? These, these are your people? They ain't even trying to protect the mayor. What makes you think they're going to protect a regular citizen? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. people don't want to have to look at stuff that cynically and be like, damn, here comes a cop car. Here comes somebody, come somebody by, coming through or whatever. But that's the way of life for a lot of people. And if there's not a general humane look at that, this is not right. It's going to be a problem. And I mean, I'm not the one to be like, be like, we're going to be at a civil war or whatever soon, but things can get bad. And I think we're just at that point where it's like, it could either stop in a semi cool way or, you know, it's, it's going to go in another direction. And I am honestly can't say I'm going to be feeling or pointing the finger at regular citizens if they get too wound up. I'm just afraid that somebody's going to take away the narrative and then things are going to even get worse. Yeah. I, you know, I, so I, I, you know, as a, as a, you know, a, a white person, basically uh, it's, I, I don't live in the same like mindset and, and I feel oh, like, you know, no, no problem. Um, you know, I, I feel like when I, uh, if I, if I was a person of color, I wouldn't want to go running at night. Like I just wouldn't like, because I, I feel like I, you know, I mean, it was the, what was it? The, the, the son and the, the father that shot the, the guy running. Uh, was yeah. He, oh, he was yeah. running the day. 
Yeah, like that's the, <laughs> you know, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, it's ludicrous, and and things so things like that. Like I mean, one of my interns having to deal with like driving through a small town here in South Jersey, mm-hmm. and being pulled over like three out of five days in mm-hmm. that town, just because she's driving through because because she, she's black. Like that's that's insane. That's insane. Like I get like if, if you know if she had like a a mailbox dragging behind her car every day or something like like yeah okay mm-hmm. like that's not right that's like I'm gonna pull that person over but like just to pull somebody the same person over in a small town things like that like it just I, I, I you know and so I I mean I've only had really one experience with the cops and it was not a good one it, you know mm-hmm. it was not it was not a good experience uh you know was was not treated well the people around me were not treated well uh mm-hmm. they you know the cops were literally yelling at somebody who was a me- who, who passed away but it was a mentor to me at the time guy jones you know mm-hmm. uh, he uh he was literally standing in the line of people like there's like i'm at the cop car the cop car is it, the guy's like wants to you know pat me down and and he's literally standing but because he's a huge black guy He's telling him to get back, get back. He's like, I'm standing, like there's a line of people and I'm standing behind the line of people. Like, what do you want me to do? You're, I'm already like eight, 10 feet away, 12 mm-hmm. feet away. Like, what? Like, it, it's just one, like, and, and, the, and, and on, on the cop side, like, I kind of get it. He's by himself, right? He's waiting for, for backup to come. For, for what i don't even i mean it was it was in, it's a long story but it, it basically got i got it's a long story uh but it was thrown out mm-hmm. because i was underage at the time like it, and i did community service it was weird it was, it was i'll tell you some time about it mary it was not a good okay, story I was like, now you got um, me curious but all right yeah it, it was well, it's a it's a long story but I, I ultimately, all I did was make people, uh, some people, friends of mine, including my friend, you know, and, and mentor guy, uh, think that I was being uh, like, like held up or hijacked or whatever. But they didn't, they didn't know that it, that it was a joke. And, and then the cop showed up and yeah. the person that I had answering the phone for me. You know, we were separate. It's a lot. Yeah, Rick. Rick, I think Rick knows the story. Okay, uh, okay. It, yeah, but it, but yeah, basically, it was like three days later, and I just happened to be at the mall with with that because we were at the we were all at the mall, the the teen center at the mall, and and I just happened to be staying outside. Like some idiot stole like uh, was it uh, jerseys from like Models or something. So like. The mall security and the cops are like there. They're hosing them down. We're just kind of sitting outside the exit of the mall, and I'm just like sitting there. I'm like watching what's going on. Like, dump big dummy me, like just sitting there, like th- not thinking. Like, hmm, you know, I, I just had this big run in with the cops like three days earlier, and then all the cops leave, except for one, mm-hmm. <laughs> who just sat there, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm just like, not la da da da, like whatever. Um, yeah. And then, but then they, they, they went and lied. They were telling the, 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 the mall security that I had, that I placed a phone call to the cops while I was at the mall. And then they kicked me out of the mall and they didn't want me to come back. And guys like, no, no, this is, this is crazy. This is not what happened at all. But they just made up the story. And like the Mm -hmm. guy, the, the cop that wrote the, wrote up the, the report turns out later he had been fired from a couple of other priests, like precincts or, or townships that he worked for. So this wasn't his first, mm-hmm. like, it you was know, their first rodeo being, yeah. um, yeah. Nonsense. Yeah. Uh, so like, but- I was, 
I was like totally destroyed. So I leave, I, uh, you know, and then I go to my, uh, I leave, I go to guy's house. I'm talking to him. Like, I'm like distressed. Cause like, all, like I was, you know, volunteering at the, the teen center, doing all these things with, with these, you know, youth that, um, or were similar to the youth that go to hope works, you know, mm-hmm. all these years later. Uh, and then, you know, I go to my grandfather's house. He's like, Oh, we're not, I'm not having any of that. And we went down to the police station and he's like yelling at the police chief. Uh, while I'm like standing, he's like, this, like, this is ridiculous. Like all this stuff. And then you, you see the cop that ultimately ripped me, wrote me up on July 4th, by the way, <laughs> he took mm. his July 4th to write up the report several days later. <laughs> um, yeah. you know, so, you know, so I, I've seen like the, the, the lying, the manipulation and, and mm. obviously not all cops are like that. I mean, you know, uh, you know, shout out to like Travis Wolf and, and other, you know, great cops that are, that are out there that are trying to do their, their job. And, um, and so it, I can't, it's hard. And so what my point is, is that it's hard for people who haven't had those experiences to like even fathom the experiences that, that a person of color, yeah, that it could happen mm-hmm. to you or, or, or a person of color and like, and that to have to not necessarily live in fear, but at least like it would always be in the back of my mind. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's I, it's, it's a, in the it's back attention. of my mind now because I don't put mm-hmm. a I don't put a front li- license plate on my car, and I got front wind tinted, tinted windows. So every time I see a cop car, I'm like, all right, I'm going to take a right here. <laughs> I'm not going to that. That's you know that construction up on the road where the cops sit and that because like I don't mm-hmm. want to be bothered. I don't want to be hassled. It's 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 illegal, but you know I think it's kind of silly, so I don't do it. Well, like with your situation, like think about like your scenario, like. You went through something as a child. You just there like, okay, this might not be my everyday, but yo, I get it. So, you know, that in itself is going to give you an extra of compassion in terms of being there like, damn, yeah, I, I, I've been, you know, you've literally been through some crooked times. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, around, around, a big, around a big city. Like, there are people who, some who make way more freaking money than me and have education to, you know, Folks on my level who are like, you know, at the moment, you know, I guess upper working class to whatever you got to like do it to like other people. Like I know folks across the board who have those stories and more than one story constantly. Oh, I'm sure. I, I, I got the, you know, we got pulled over around the way. Why? Because, you know, there's people who have had, you know, it's been some black folks have been some white people and they asking the white people all the other stuff in the car in terms of what's going on or them being able to get away with stuff or them, or, you know, some individuals who just, they're like, yo, I was in the car with one of my white friends. They talked real crazy to the cop. They were able to drive away. Like there's no way in hell yep. I'd be able to go on, on my friend's wedding day. They, we, we went to the park, we went to the park to like uh red bank park to like take photos. Mm-hmm. We leave and the, um, and and my friend's wife uh, get you know the friend of the of my friend's wife gets out of the car after they get pulled over and like gets out of the car and like starts screaming at the cop and I'm just, mm-hmm. and I'm just like I'm looking I'm watching this like as I'm driving by because like they left before us so I'm driving by and I'm like dude if they, if, if she wasn't white like that that cop she she ain't getting to walk away from that like mm-hmm. she, so- she's she's going she's getting arrested right there on the spot so i mean so i mean think about that like that happens to folks all the time and when we even look at some of these news stories literal mass murderers have been able to get pulled away free from the cops but selling a loose cigarette or 
maybe stealing a black and mild or literally just existing, <laughs> but unless you know counterfeit bills or whatever. And you yeah. dead. You ain't getting a ticket. You're not going to jail. What's, you know, in some of these cases would be some very big extremes anyway, depending. But you're not getting that chance. And that particular part is always what has to be in your, on your mind. Because harassment and stuff is going to be terrible and horrible. And, you know, you can run to somebody who doesn't give you nonsense, who, you know, has a badge or whatever. But if things are systemically messed up, you know, let's be real. Some people will go to that job because they can be messed up and get a check and, you know, act out bully fantasies or whatever. And depending on where you're at, you might be making some pretty solid money for all the people who might be there. Like I got to file a report because something happened or whatever, and things go by the book and it's cool. You got the person who's following you around in the store is going to pull you over and give you tickets for stuff or worse or beat you down, or give one, you know, you nonsense while the other person gets to stay on the corner, act crazy and be fine. Like we're talking about riots. I mean, we got literally every year of the NCAA, like literally to the corona, actually. Um, somebody's always breaking and burning down some something in a city. You'll have people who do that if a team wins. <laughs> but you don't really even hear about, hey man, you know, y'all shouldn't do that. Let's let's arrest you and keep it going. It's good old fashioned fun, but when you got people who are out in the street being serious, and as we've seen with this thing recently, can be crazy peaceful. If somebody wants to act up, they go on ahead and act up and it causes more issues. It causes that anger to to be in you. It causes at bare minimum tension to happen. You talked about that, you know, to this day. You feel tension if you see the police. Some folks, that's all the time. And you got to tell your kids that, hey, you got to be careful with whatever. But, you know, so-and-so around the way does not have to think about that particular experience. And if they have money, woo, you know, they deal with that Mm -hmm. even less. There's a sense of unfairness. And the unfairness is a big part of what brings about all of this division with people dealing with these situations and things like I, no black person or person of color or a person who might be socioeconomically disadvantaged wants to be feeling tense and crazy all the time or suspicious of somebody's motives or whatever, because of literally how they were born and just their current status of, in life. But that happens so much. And if that happens for somebody decade upon decade upon decade, the fact that people just want to live peacefully and don't want to, you know, really burn this place down sometimes, I think people really sleep on that. I really, really, really think they do. Like, that causes a particular kind of mental strain that shouldn't be a thing, that should be unnecessary. But um, it's here. And again, when you see other people getting away with some of the craziest things, and still be able to, to to literally live, much less maybe get off. I don't I, I don't know. Like there have literally even been people who have killed the police who have lived. Like I think a few years ago, then wasn't around Pennsylvania. They had um some guy who was um doing all these pot shots at the police for a while. They end up catching him. Yeah, they caught him out in like the woods or something. Uh, yeah, that was 
That was probably in 2015, I think, because I was mm-hmm. we were in the area which when, when that was going on, because uh, it was like up in, um, like Mount Airy area, mm-hmm. something something like that, and we were we happened to be up there when that was all all happening, and so I guess like, you got to survive, right? That person got to survive. The yeah. the the dude who shot up all those poor. You know, people in South Carolina in in the church, all those poor black people literally invited him to pray. He got to live, you know, certain mass killers of schools and other places. They get to live. There's a certain common denominator with who gets to live. And um, that that there's an insanity to that or the story or narrative that spun around them. Like if I don't hear one more time that they were a loner. They might have had problems. They might not have been with a girl, you know, all these type of things. Like it's one of those things that people always joke, but it's like it's like the dark humor joke of people because it's how our society has been so, so much. And even if you're trying to be the person who goes the the mean of the peaceful route of protest, like when people talk about Colin Kaepernick. Remember a few years ago that people just pretty much called him the worst thing of the worst for taking Cal a knee. Per- could you say Cal- Cal- Kaepernick? Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Sorry. Kaepernick. Okay. My, right. my, my tongue got there. I'm just saying, like, I know I'm pronouncing it wrong. I'm trying it's to. Okay. It's right. Well, when he was doing his thing, like how he was being called the absolute worst. And now, like, literally today, yeah, the NFL just, they're like, yeah, so this police brutality thing might be bad and people should protest. It's like, all right, <laughs> you know, like that's a big part of maybe if people just listen, <laughs> you can get certain things done. And some of the stuff doesn't have to be a lot. Um, <sighs> I, I I think it's really, um, you know, I, even if it was like, let's play devil's advocate for a second. Oh, play video even games is, it, a, is an excuse that some yeah, people yeah. give too. I just see that in the comments with and yeah, but I know that as well. Was, that is the one of the dumbest things ever. Um, you know, but now during Corona, they're just there right? like, y'all have to play video games. It's it's ridiculous. Just stay inside. Button. Yeah, yeah, right. Stay inside. Play video games or uh, watch uh, Pornhub, and we'll, we'll give it to you for free. And like we'll be we peaceful. It's like okay, yeah. <laughs> as somebody who plays video games and other things. So yeah, okay. Uh, you know, so so um. So, all right. So, like, devil's advocate, this type of thing happens again, right? And there's mm-hmm. and there's video. There maybe there's not video. Um, I, I I would like to think that this level of protest of of you know on a in, now international scale would would give any uh, police precinct or or whatever uh, you know pause to say you know if 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 all this could just be stopped by like just arresting the person for now. Like we don't mm-hmm. know how it's going to shake out. We got to see the video. <laughs> We're not the judge and the jury. Like they like to sometimes take it into their own hands. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, it's, it, to me, it seems like such a simple thing. Like, it, it, you know, this was clearly an over way overreach of power. Um, and, and ridic- like, like, why are you detaining somebody for eight and eight, like that long on the ground? Mm-hmm. Like in the first place, get them in the car. That's what the car is for. You have like, it's not like you showed up on horses. It's like, well, where do I put the person? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
you know, like well, let's drag him behind. Well, we we know how that ha- you know worked out as well when that happened in a couple what a year ago or whatever, where the cops were like mm. walking somebody behind the behind the horse. The optics of that aren't great either. But like, if you're literally, it's like stop putting people on horseback if that's if we, if we don't want to go down that route, right? Like, yeah, I was about to say that that was a whole other thing where it's like, uh, okay. <laughs> Y'all, even if y'all right. just want to do PR and, and still be messed up, it's like, what are you doing? You know? But I think that's the aspect of, um, I think, it, world's best case scenario, that that does happen, right? That people are just, they're like, we're going to finally lock things down or whatever. Um, I think it's only going to happen if people push for it because we've had these situations happen before. We've had international <laughs> protests about people who have been you know, killed for literally nothing by the police. I mean, you know, for, I think Ferguson's a great example. It's literally about six years now since um that occurred. It's happened, but it's going to have to be the people making that continuous push for it to stop because, you know, we, we just got to be honest, man. If individuals wanted to make change, they would have made change. And, um... I mean, there's the body cams and stuff, but, you know, we've still had these kids where some people just had the cams yeah. off or whatever. Oh, it's off. Which, yeah, it's off. <laughs> like, oh, it just happened to be well, off, be and here's a, here's a battered body or a damaged property or whatever. Like, it's going to have to be us pushing for the change to be. Like, I I just don't believe that it's going to happen on a mass level without it. Maybe a few precedes might do something, you know. Because I do think besides the, the general citizenry, I think there are, you know, various people who are in power positions who do care, who will try their best to make stuff happen. But even if you want to be pro-law enforcement, there have been law enforcement folks who have wanted to do things and have tried to push things through. And they've gotten pushed out or punished because of that, you know, right. like us as citizens can make change, but it's going to have to take us pushing those folks to make change because I think that there are people who look at this as a job and um, some folks like any job just want to get their check and um, keep it moving. And then there's the people who may care about the various, you know, ideals enough where they're not as an individual going to be the bad guy. They might be cool cops, so-and-so and so. Um, we don't have a lot of cool cops, so-and-so and so's. And there's some people who are cheese and stuff who aren't those people. So um, I think that we can get to that place, but it's going to have to take radical change. And I quite frankly believe that with quite a few local state governments, much less the federal, um, there's going to have to be people who be out because I personally believe whatever type of political system or party that you believe in, this federal government ain't it. You know, it, it is not it. Um, if you are not for dictatorship or potential dictatorship, fascism or whatever, this, this ain't it. These aren't going to be the people who make that change. You know, not, not without a huge extreme, but even then I think there's too much pride with some people for that. Um, it's going to have to be us working from the ground up. And also when certain things happen before it gets to the explosion point, j- just pushing on people, man. I think to a degree we've gotten very lazy with um, pushing, in terms of a big general thing. Of course, different places have different things. But in terms of pushing yeah. our elected officials 
and other people to actually doing the things that the people want, or at least having them fight as much as they can within their particular parts of the power structure to make things happen. Because if folks aren't going to try to tear down and destroy a system, you better get the right people for it. And on a lot of levels right now, we don't have um, the right people for it. Like I live in an area where people elect sheriffs. You need to, you know, give more of a damn about, you know, some of these elections here because some of these folks have been in various positions for a minute and they're the ones who are pushing a lot of crooked mentalities. Like, um, I can't think of the, the old man's name right now who used to be the Johnny sheriff Arizona. in Arizona. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah he's like got his own TV show, too. Yeah, I heard about oh. that. But, um, like, you've had people who willfully voted for that dude or maybe that was a part of the thing they didn't pay attention to. And they were able to go on ahead and um get their own agendas. Like, if you're not for, you know, abolishing stuff, you need to get in gear with doing the best thing that you can in terms of um, going through and um, making these changes. Because a lot of those people are the ones who are allowing people to run rampant enough. Like, you know, you can talk about bad apples here and there, but there's a whole lot of rotten orchards out here, too, (laughs) you know, and that has to be pulled up, you know, from the ground up real quick. For anybody that was wondering what that was, that was apparently a stink bug. <laughs> the, 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 yeah, I was pretty. I was dead. Like, I like, I jumped for a second because <laughs> all I saw was a flying around, like, uh, flying around. Yeah, but, stink bugs um, are scary. I understand. They are. They are. They are dis- like they're disgusting. Looking. They're like big, big disgusting, like cockroachy looking things. We have them here yep. <laughs> on my way too. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm not a big fan. Well, yeah, out here in the garage, like because it's a garage, I haven't taped everything off yet and and sealed it up, so it's mm. it's very susceptible susceptible mm. to these uh, these things. So anyway, um, you know, let's let's uh, let's go with like what, what what final thoughts do you have, Mary? Uh, before you know, you let everybody know how they can connect with you, and um, and we'll wrap it up here. All right, cool. Again, thank you for um letting folks be on here and um talking and stuff. I hope that um both of us sharing, you know, experiences and everything have um held out a bit, not just for um ourselves, but for listeners. Um again, right now we are at a very um very interesting time and one that could precariously swing one way or the other. I have hope and faith from everyone from the current youth on up who know things aren't functioning right and are wanting to want change and are working towards change or doing it, not just the work in the streets, but what's going to have to end up being the um, constant work. Um, We are just going to have to truly acknowledge that if you want this country to be the place that you want to be, we're all going to have to go ahead and work for it. Um, we got good people in various spots, but apparently right now it's not enough. We we got to go on ahead and push hard. It's not going to always be the protest on the streets and other places. It's going to have to be us either changing the people who are in the current system and or pushing them out and, Overall, in the day, we got to be real with the situation that we're dealing with, but also remember each other's humanity. This is a very stressful situation we're going through right now, not just with the protest, um, even not just through the pandemic, but just maybe certain stuff in life in general. Like the the 2000s have been very weird, you know, 
it's, it's been very, very weird. And um, I think that to not just go through this, but to be like, you will have days sometimes where you don't feel okay, that it's okay to not feel okay. And um, to try to de-stress and stuff like that, but to remember each other's humanity, um, get involved in things, you know, that you're passionate in, including working and helping out other people. Um, if you want to get other resources to learn about other folks, engage in that and do so. Um, I hope it's just not, you know, Blackout Tuesday or whatever, where people are doing this thing, do it every day, you know. And if there are people in your life who are on that type of stuff, you know, do the pushback. You might not be able to, to change them up, but more people who are decent and good and want to fight against nonsense and being loud are needed. They are super, super needed. Like sometimes we hear a lot of the darkness and negative stuff because, quite frankly, they loud, <laughs> you know. And some of them might have more more money and everything else, but we're in a very special age where any of us can do things and have a particular platform. We're using podcasting right now, but even your social media page or whatever, this is jacked. I'm going to say that. I can get more in depth. Sometimes, depending on how things are, you know, you might have to get argumentative or not, but just to be like, this is where I stand. So more people know that it is not a hopeless situation. We don't got to live in despair that we can make it. Because even with all this, I ultimately believe we're going to make it but in terms of stopping the bad portion right now, there need to be a lot more of us going on ahead and pushing. So through your voices, if you have the income and there's some good organizations, because there's a lot of great grassroots on up organizations, you know, help those folks out, even if it's just spreading the word, because, you know, everybody doesn't have a certain economic thing. And that's fine. Trust me. I understand. Um, you know, just doing the best you can as an individual and not pulling back and being scared. I think right now we're in a state where so many people are scared that, um, we, you know, it, it seems sometimes like the, the, the proverbial bad guys are winning. They don't gotta win. So use everything in your power that you can from your own actions to the vote on multiple levels to pushing your politicians and other people and plenty more. And, um, just just be straight, man. Um, we can all go on ahead and uh, make it. And even having conversations like this um, are part of that process because we're in a state where I think so many people scream at each other instead of just taking it down and listening and talking calmly, whether y'all are going to agree at the end of the day or not. So, um, yeah, again, thank folks um, for that. And um, you can't afford to be apolitical anymore. But lastly, if you are felt like you were apolitical, um, you might not like Democrats. You might not like Republicans. I am personally a third-party person. It's fine. I vote for whoever the hell makes sense and all that type of stuff. And I have definitely had my strong beliefs on leftist politics, but that's another conversation for another day. Um, <laughs> go on ahead, because we'll be on here for hours. Um, go on ahead and do those research and check stuff out. And don't always believe what you have people, the easiest agenda people are pushing. There are so many people who I know who have been there like, wait a second, Antifa is actually good. It's like, yeah, stop believing that it's just a whole bunch of people who are wearing an A and, and tearing up nonsense, you know? Research various things, so if we're talking about them, you're at least, whether you agree or not, you're coming from it with an educated viewpoint, because I think right now we got people who are being reactionary off of pure emotion. We got to engage in critical thinking and other types of stuff so we can 
make the proper pushes we want against the things that we're not for. So that's it. Closing wise, um, if folks want to check um, me out with my podcast, the Fuse Box Radio, you can um, either just search for it um, through your favorite podcast app of choice, F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O, or go to our official website at FuseBoxRadio.com. And if y'all like what you hear, whether it's music, talk, et cetera, um, please give us a good rating. And um, hopefully next time I'm on the video, I will have this place more organized because I'll be able to walk more. And that's that. So thank y'all. We appreciate yeah, it. I hope, I hope you'll be able to, uh, I hope you'll be able to walk more as well. Um, yeah. Rick says, uh, check before, check before you share. Uh, so oh, that I, too. Yes, please, please. God. Yeah, right. There, there oh, okay. I, sharing I, some real I, wacky business or like, some, um, if it's like, I hate whatever.com, maybe that's not your best news site or whatever. Yeah. You know? Right. Independent news, but independent uh, news. Like Corroborate it. No. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or, or old or old stories or whatever. Right. Yeah, right. Oldstories.com. Um yeah, I so I well thank you so much, Mary, for for coming on and, and being a, a powerful voice and of reason and and of uh you know of, of opinion as I always uh applaud you for your for your strong opinions and, and appreciate those opinions. Um and and for you know being a leader not only here in, in the icon community but but you know abroad uh, outside of the icon community as well. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I, I, I just want to say, I appreciate you and I, and I hope everybody, uh, continues to, to stay, stay safe. I, I mean, I see here in New York is, uh, still going, going strong up against a police barricade. They're not showing DC, so I'm not sure what's going on there at the moment, but, uh, it's, uh, it's, I, I hope I, I hope that it can continue to be uh, peaceful and and uh, I hope that it is continued to be de-escalated and that people learn lessons from what's what's happening here because it, it is powerful um, and it should not be not to be overlooked and or forgotten uh, anytime soon. So um, thank thank you so much, Mary. Oh, now it's time to get off because you got a phone call. <laughs> No problem. Thank you for um, having me aboard. Uh, I guess she had to. Uh, she had to bounce. Uh, anyway, I I thank you everybody for <laughs> and whatnot. Because <laughs> um, I think almost every day I see you streaming in in some way, shape, or form. But um, again, definitely appreciate you with this. Definitely appreciate you with MapCon now independent. Um. um podcast conference how the is um we will and i think is um super needed and just promoting independent media in general where people can freely talk about things and it doesn't have to be like you know sound bites or whatever else you can get into in-depth conversations like throughout the years I've done stuff, I always appreciate everybody who was about that with um, independent media. Like, as I always say at the end of my show, we don't got to agree with everything we talk about or say, but if we spark some thought in other people, um, that's all good. So um, I appreciate you being a part of that and um, doing all the cool stuff and, you know, checking out more to, again, the thousand things that you do. And uh, I saw that. Oh, no.
Oh no, I guess I, well, I, Mary, I, I definitely appreciate all that. And, uh, I, I hope to, uh, continue to be able to, uh, be, be a voice of reason and, and press other people, um, to, to challenge themselves. Um, the beach ball of silence. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, it like that family guy, uh, skit, like what, what's it doing? What's it doing? I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's just spinning. It's just spinning. Um, anyway, I, I appreciate that, Mary. And, uh, thank you everybody for watching. And, and, um, I, I hope to do more of these in the, in the near future. Um, because I, I, I think conversation is powerful and, and I think that, you know, being able to edu- educate one another from different experiences is it's pr- it's priceless. Um, so everybody, I hope you you enjoyed it. Uh, if you have any comments or questions, uh, feel free to shoot me an email at joe at indiepodcon.com and I will uh, I will see you all tomorrow. I'm going to be with Scott Carson for Wisdom Wednesdays. I might pop on in the morning too. We'll see. We'll see, because Wisdom Wednesdays won't be until the nighttime. Oh, there you are. You're back. I must say, I don't stream. Y'all got mad at what next thing they all just there like, oh, we might be having a problem. It was just, it was just spinning. That's just well, what uh, Rick like, said, beach okay. ball of de- a silence. <laughs> yeah. Let's take it. I'm going to be like, okay. Um, stream, y'all get mad at us for talking about things. I don't know. But um, know. yeah, I was just saying, you know, I was just saying, thank you for having people on and whatnot and just using your outlet and just being, um, Quality independent media person in general, because it's about supposed to be about all of us expressing ourselves and getting other things out there that um, mainstream outlets might not do due to either not having to always be yelling at each other or brevity or whatever else, getting in depth about um, whatever, including um, some of the more serious stuff like today. So hopefully I'll be seeing you on your 90 million stream soon. I saw you had Ava on the turntables earlier today. Yeah. Look at yeah. like, that quality parenting. Right there. Oh, thank you. I I, I appreciate that. So. Trying trying to show her. She she kept she kept hitting all the buttons uh, off to the side. Um, so it was a little hard to to do any kind of like any kind of music set or anything uh, to have fun. But she she had a lot of fun and, and seemed to learn how to like control herself a little bit on the on the turntable there. So, was, uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, see, but, there um, you go. I, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna end this stream, and I got a few things uh, to to follow up with you, Mary. Everybody, have a great night, and thank you again for watching or listening. Thank you, guys. Have a good one.